Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personality shaping the stories. Thanks for joining me on Special Edition. I'm Paula Dagnan. A healthy brain is an active brain. We're going to learn the six pillars of brain health. We'll also be discussing the latest Kids Count data book. We'll find out how it rates Pennsylvania's child care in 2023. Getting set for the upcoming sunny day camp at Pocono Raceway. We're also going to find out about the fundraising event, Homeless Hound Hoedown. It's to benefit the Griffin Pond Animal Shelter. Starting us off, the Jewish Community Center in Kingston and WVIA-TV coming together to celebrate the 65th anniversary of Heritage Radio Station WARM. Richard Yellen with the JCC and Rob Nyhart, former on-air personality there, have your invitation to an upcoming night that will bring great memories. And we're going to start off with Richard Yellen, who's going to give us an overview of exactly what will be happening on July 13th. It's a free screening of the 2003 WVIA original documentary called Warmland Remembered. And there you'll relive the memories of the highest rated radio station in the United States. Joining us following the screening uh, will be some of the legendary people that you might remember from Warm. Uh, we'll have uh, the documentary producer, Richard Briggs, Phil Condren, who is in management, and many of the on-air personalities, Bobby Day, Kitch Loftus, Rob Neihardt, Mike Stevens, Bill Stewart, Tommy Woods, and it'll all be hosted by David Yonkai. And David really is the, I'll call it the depository, the person that has captured what has happened in radio in northeastern Pennsylvania. So it will be the first of its kind, a most memorable evening. It is free. All you have to do is register. And uh, you'll really be able to understand, not only relive it, but understand what made Warm so special and what made Northeastern Pennsylvania so special. It certainly is a one of a kind. Here you are, Richard Yellen. How did you get involved in all this? You have some, uh, maybe a little bit of experience in all of this? I started on radio when I was 13 years old. I loved radio. I actually knocked on the door of a station that Bill Stewart, who was going to be on the panel, uh, was program director of WBAX and said, I'm here to work for free because under 16, I couldn't be paid. And I want to learn radio. And went on from there. And uh, while attending high school and then college and then graduate school, was on air and radio. And in fact, on WILK uh, when it was a music station. So I love radio. Warm was part of probably anyone growing up in that era uh, was part of their lives. And uh, I thought this documentary would just be amazing, not only to see again, but to bring for the first time together after seeing it, the people that made it so special. So this came about by my sitting with Chris Norton, who you might recall from his time on air in the Wilkes-Barre Scranton area. And we came up with this concept and it was the uh, very uh, wonderful ability for uh, working with WVIA to come up with something that we could give back uh, to the community. Rob Nyhard, you're here and tell us about your time at WARM. It was about 12 years. Most of it was a lot of fun. It's interesting, you know, as most of us in, in this area grew up listening to WARM. And then for me, I went away for quite a while and 
including a, a out in Denver working for an all news station, but then to all of a sudden working at WARM. And my first day, I remember walking in, I got hired to co-host the Harry West show. And I had been in radio for quite a while before I got there. But for me to sit down that first day and sitting next to Harry and listening to the jingle go, Harry West, Harry West show, I I got goosebumps. It was a, a very strange feeling. It was a great feeling. But as you know, when, you, when you're growing up, especially in the area, uh, a goal is to work at WARM because you thought once you got there, you'd be there forever. Most of it was a lot of fun. You're right, Rob. It was a lot of fun. And Rich, maybe you can give us some of the background because there are many things about that era in radio that a lot of people might not even realize started right here. You know, that Warm was the first radio station in northeastern Pennsylvania to have their own Washington News correspondent. His name is Jeff Lubar. Do you know that AccuWeather, that uh, is now used on several hundred radio and TV stations around the country, was first used and named by WARM? Do you know, if you recall, that they used to have a win $5.90 for the best news tip of the week? There were people whose house was on fire. And before they called the fire station, they would call to earn their $5.90. I mean, just amazing innovation at this radio station. They changed the way the census is actually compiled. Uh, It was Congressman Dan Flood who used warmly an idea as his basis for having the U.S. Census Bureau give official status to Warmland by calling it Northeastern Pennsylvania. And that avoided a touchy proposition in Congress of having hyphenated city names or rather calling it a region. So the innovation that this station had was unbelievable. And a lot of that uh, phrases that people grew up with, like, is it hot enough for you? PSBB, a flashback, first place to turn when it, when it uh, snowed was Operation Snowflakes to find out if your work is going to be open or if school was going to happen. A concert. 75,000 people attended a Rocky Glen concert that Warren put on. That's like the size of Wilkes-Barre. And the innovation that very talented people had at Warren was just unbelievable. And the powerhouse signal didn't help, didn't hurt them at all. Not at all. The station that reaches the beaches. And there's so many funny stories. And uh, one that comes immediately to mind is many people recall Terry McNulty who I think was a theater of the mind at its best. And Terry used to have, for instance, and you'll see this in, in, in the documentary, Terry used to have, I believe it was once a week, a pineapple event where he would talk about community events and Pushy Bosco, if you remember that name, and he would pass around the pineapple and they would talk about what's going on in the news. Well, he would talk about it. And they'd have this Twinkie music going on in the background. Well, it was all theater of the mind. There was no pineapple. There was no one in the studio. And the funniest part is people would come to the radio station so they could attend the passing of the pineapple. There was no pineapple. There was no party. So that go back to the innovation. That kind of innovation was not only fun, but it was it was clean fun and it was wonderful. And we're going to talk about that with the different people that are attending the different on-air personalities, remembering that and and remembering how we grew up and why this was such an important part of our life and will never, ever anywhere be replicated. All right, Rob, it's your turn. You have some pretty funny stories. So can you give us one of those that that won't get us bleeped? <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm saving the real good one for uh, for the show in, on July 13th. Uh, if I tell it now, it'll get bleeped, okay? It was a, it's a Ron Allen story. Uh, so I'm going to hold off on that one. I, I mean, you and I both worked with Terry McNulty. What a creative genius and funny man he was. Absolutely. The promotion for himself, the Polka By Yourself album, or uh, video, as seen on WVIA. He was asking people to send in $10 and you could get your video to learn how to polka by yourself. People sent in checks and they had to, of course, return them. And Terry had to, uh, he was told to stop using that story that he made up. Things like that. Certainly was an epic time to be a part of broadcasting. And you had the opportunity to share your broadcasting experience. You became a teacher with students. 
Did you have advice for them and maybe even for some who might be in the audience? Unless this business is in your blood, don't do it because it could be brutal. It's sort of like a drug. Once it gets in you, I mean, it it, it overtakes you because it, it isn't just a job. It's a lifestyle. And I've enjoyed every single second, 55 years. Of, so I tell them, you, you better really love what you're doing here before you get into it. Just remember, you're not going to start in afternoon drive time at 100,000 a year. You're going to have to go through all of the ropes and climb the ladders. And you still won't make 100,000. Got that unless right. You, <laughs> unless you get to some big market. Well, I'm glad you had an opportunity to stop by and chat because um, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring Richard back in here. And he is okay. going to give the official invitation to your get together on July 13th. Have a blast. I can't wait to do it. It it is going to be so much fun, and and I just uh, I just urge anybody who grew up with this great radio station, come on out. We're going to reminisce about a lot of things and have a lot of fun. So now that everybody is listening and they're saying, Richard, please tell us where or when is this? How do we go about getting tickets? You are the one who's going to issue them their official invitation. Go ahead. Well, thank you. It's going to be on July thirteenth. It's a Thursday. It will be at the Friedman JCC in Kingston. Again, it is free. It will happen from 6.30 to 8.30. 6.30 is the documentary airing, immediately followed by the different talent that I mentioned. And uh, it's just wonderful to have those who are left with us to talk about it firsthand. Um, If you would like to get more information or register for the free, did I say free? Free event, uh, go to wvia.org, O-R-G slash events. That's wvia.org slash events. And look for the Celebrating Warmlands 65th anniversary. There you can read a little about it and there you can sign up for the free event. It is going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity to relive those years of your life. Thanks once again to Richard Yellen with the JCC in Kingston and Rob Nyhart for bringing us just some of the memories that will be shared on Thursday, July 13th from 6.30 to 8.30 at the Jewish Community Center in Kingston. They'll be showing that documentary, then they'll have a panel discussion. And as an alum of WARM, I have to say it sounds like it's going to be a wonderful evening. If you have the opportunity, remember that it is indeed free. All you have to do is register. And speaking of things that are fun, coming up next, we're going to introduce you to Sherry Crowley. She is with the Griffin Pond Animal Shelter, and they are having an upcoming fundraiser. It's the Homeless Hound O-Down. And Sherry's here to tell us all about it. Sherry, the Homeless Hound Hoedown? Oh, my Does that mean that they're going to be all dancing? Are we going to have a caller who's going to be, I don't know, what's going on with this? So it's the Homeless Hoedown at the Barn at Glistening Pond on July 22nd from 5 o'clock to 10 o'clock. We'll have a band, which is called Jake's Rockin' and Country, and then they also provide a line dance instructor so everybody can learn line dancing. Sounds like a lot of fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. Now, I can just see some of the dogs taking part in this because, you know, you got a couple of beagles out there and are they going to be there? I think it'll depend if the, if it's not too hot. Um, if it's too hot, then they probably won't be there. But we'll have poster boards with all the dogs on it. So that'll, that'll be you know, a way to represent all the dogs if they can't be there if it's too hot. All of the money going toward the shelter's animal medical fund, which you folks have just been, I mean, 2023 has been quite a year when it comes to Griffin Pond and all the animals that they've helped. Can you give us an update as to how things are going? As soon as an animal gets adopted, two more walk in the door, whether it's, you know, severe medical case or 192 rabbits back in January of 2023. It just seems like we can't catch up and animals are being dumped left and right or just being, you know, people are moving and just letting their animals outside to fend for themselves. It's 
it's been a whirlwind this year for sure. Even the big cases, like you said, you just have people who are surrendering animals. So I'm sure that if there was a way that you could stop all this, slow it down, you probably have some things in your mind that you're wishing that people out there would do before they get to this point. What are some of those? I would say don't wait to the last minute if you know like you're moving or being evicted, you know, call us so we can help you gain some resources. If if we're full, we can put you in touch with some other uh, rescues and shelters that might be able to take your animal. Um, make sure that your animals are vaccinated and, and spayed and neutered. That always helps a shelter rescue, especially when they take in, you know, um, a surrender. Talking about people who are adopting, a lot of people will say, wow, the animal shelters have gotten so picky and they've gotten so much more Like, we want to know this, we want to know that, but obviously you have some reasons for that. Correct. First and foremost, we want to make sure that the animal is going to fit your lifestyle. And if not, then we're going to recommend a different animal that would fit the potential adopter's lifestyle. And also, we don't want that animal to walk back into a shelter or rescue ever again in its life. We want to make sure it's the right fit and that it's going to work out and that the potential adopter and the animal are going to live a long, happy life together. You have the opportunity to sit down and and talk with adopters. Puppies are great. Puppies are so cute, but puppies aren't for everybody. Correct. Puppies take a lot of work. They need training. They need to be potty trained. All this stuff they're going to chew. They're going to get into, you know, things that necessarily you wouldn't want them to get into. And we have all walks of life of of dogs. We have not just puppies, but we have, you know, medium age seniors where maybe that animal will fit your lifestyle better. If you wanted just to stay home and be a couch potato, we have a dog for you in that area, even cats. We just want to make sure that the animal fits your lifestyle. And sometimes people have a hard time because they'll come in and they'll say, oh, I want that big dog over there. I want that that breed of dog over there. And you know, with your experience, that that breed, that dog is going to take a little bit more work. And of course, there's also then the costs of no matter what type of dog, you still need vet care. And for some, that can be very expensive. So how do you handle that conversation? So that's um, on our application. You know, will you be able to handle vet care if something ever happens to you? Do you have somebody that will be able to take over care for the animal? You know, we just want to make sure that that you're able to at least get the pet in there yearly for vet care. We provide all the staying and neutering. We're going to provide, you know, up-to-date vaccines for the animal for the year. But... After that year's over, then you're responsible. So, but they're, you know, like Tractor Supply has a, a very low cost vaccine clinic that they'll, that they'll do. They'll even do some ear washing and some other simple things there because it's actual veterinarian that, that does the low cost clinic. And all you have to do is check Tractor Supply's website to see when, uh, what day of the week those clinics are in times. Also, like bringing the baby home, you have to get your house ready. And sometimes people don't realize that either. Correct. So if you're bringing home a puppy, you have to puppy proof your home. You want to make sure that they can't get into wires, chew wires, get into any cleaning supplies. You know, you're going to puppy proof it like you would um, if you were bringing an infant home from the hospital. And we're talking about training. That's something else that needs to be discussed in order to for you to want to keep them longer. Correct. So, I mean, I think what's really important if you're bringing a puppy home, whether it's through us or somebody else, you introduce that puppy to everything in the outside world so that that puppy is very well socialized. We see a lot of that as adult dogs come in that they're not socialized where they haven't been around other animals or, you know, they prefer females over men or vice versa. So it's just the more you can get the puppy out and introduced into the world, the better off you're going to be where that puppy is very well socialized and you won't run into problems along with, you know, basic command, sitting, staying, leave it, that kind of thing. Do you have any programs at Griffin Pond that people could take part in the the senior adopters? Do you have anything with um, foster care or anything so that if a person might not be able to adopt, at least they can help you out? We're actually in the works of building a program for foster care right now. We do have fosters for like kittens or like 
for medical needs, basically, or if kittens come in that need foster care. But we're looking into building a program where possibly we can do foster care, not just as a, a medical service, but they could try it out, try an animal out for foster. If anybody is out there listening and they're thinking, gee, you know, I would like to help you folks out, I'm sure that there are ways that they can do that. And how would that be? You can go to our website at griffinpunanimalshelter.com. The ways that you can help out is you could do a food drive on our behalf. You can come and volunteer. You have to fill out a volunteer application, which is located on our website as well. There's all kinds of ways to help on our website. You can order something from our Chewy wish list or Amazon wish list. If you can't afford any of that, because I know times are tough to volunteer, any shelter, any rescue, whether it's us or somebody else, can always use volunteers to help out. The homeless hound hoedown is going to help out a lot. I can see the bloodhounds out there. They're greeting everybody as they're coming into this, I'm sure. So give us the information on that, the where, the when, the how we get tickets. And you're also still looking for sponsorships for that as well, correct? Correct. So if you're a business and want to promote your business through our sponsorship program for the Homeless Hound Hoedown, you can go to our website. You'll click on Homeless Hound Hoedown and everything will come up there to fill out a sponsorship form. Our Homeless Hound Hoedown is at the barn at Glistening Pond on July 22nd from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. It's going to be an open bar. We're going to have Mission Barbecue uh, for dinner. We're going to have Jake's Rockin' and Country with the line dance instructor. We'll have some raffles. It should be a really good time. You can get the tickets on our website. And again, you'll click on the link that says Homeless Hound Hoedown, and you can buy tickets right there. And it's for all ages. So kids are welcome. Families are welcome. We would love for everybody to come out and support us. Thanks once again to Sherry Crawley, Development Director at Griffin Pond Animal Shelter, with all the details on the upcoming Homeless Hound Hoedown. And of course, we also heard from Richard Yellen and Rob Nyhard on the upcoming evening to spend going back in time, celebrating the 65th anniversary of Heritage Radio Station WARM. Now, coming up next, we're going to get ready for Sunny Day Camp. And speaking of kids, the latest Kids Count data book is out. What does that show? We'll tell you next on Special Edition. Thanks for joining me on Special Edition. I'm Paula Dagnan. Coming up next, we have the latest Kids Count data book. We're going to find out about Pennsylvania's childhood well-being in 2023. But first, we get the details on the upcoming Sunny Day Camp from Troop in Hazleton. Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Anthony Petrosky is joining us today to tell us about registration that is currently underway and all the great things that will be happening during Sunny Day Camp. Trooper Petrosky, a sunny day is always a great day. And a sunny day camp, especially with you folks, is an extra special great day. So when is yours coming up this year? The best day of the year here at Troop N. So our sunny day camp, which is a one-day camp for individuals with special needs and disabilities, is Saturday, September 16th at the Pocono Racetrack. Now, this is the we've done this camp since 2017, except for the two years during the pandemic, we didn't have the camp. Last year was our first year back having Sunday Day Camp, and it was wonderful. It's great to see all of our friends. They come every single year. This is a free camp, completely free. Lunch is included. You get to see every type of display the Pennsylvania State Police can offer. They're all static displays, so <clears throat> the campers can go around with their families and see the displays, try on police equipment, go in the cars, check out the helicopters, see our horses, the canines. Maybe even go for a ride around the racetrack. I don't know. You'll have to sign up and see. But this is a free camp. It's a great experience. And anybody who wants to register can go on our website, which is troopncampcadet.com. Click on the Sunny Day tab and register. When you're talking about Sunny Day Camp being around for so many years, I'm sure a lot of things have changed and a lot more has been added. Yes, this camp has grown over the years. You know, we started off, Pretty basic in 2017. We had a couple couple good things, but you know what? It's just grown. We have a face painter. We have a DJ. We have a selfie station. We have vehicles that are involved that take kids out on the racetrack and around in specialized vehicles. It, it, it's just grown so much, and 
we love that we can offer it for free due to a lot of great sponsors. And the Pennsylvania State Police offers all the assets that could come and put on displays. Our friends from the FBI and the Pennsylvania Game Commission come up for this camp. We have fire departments, municipal police departments that come up to be part of it. Everybody says it's their favorite day of the year, and I couldn't agree more. We love this camp, and everybody has – they leave with smiles. When we're talking about you bringing people together, it's different than Camp Cadet because you're actually inviting people from all over rather than just in your immediate coverage area, right? So that's one thing where our camp has changed tremendously over the years. We initially started this camp in 2017 for just families that live in Troop Ends coverage area, which is Lower Luzerne, Carbon, Columbia, and Monroe County. And then the next couple of years, I was getting families that lived outside of those counties emailing me, asking me if they could come to the camp. And of course, I said yes, and I wouldn't turn them down. And then it just grew, and it grew. And last year, I had a couple families from Pittsburgh drive up to Monroe County at the Pocono Racetrack for our Sunday Day Camp, and they're already registered for this year. And that is wonderful. We do not turn anybody down. This is a very unique event. There are sunny day camps offered throughout the state. Not every troop does one, but we do one. It's very unique to have it at the Pocono Racetrack. And our friends over at the track are great to us. They allow us to have our camp there. And it's just it's a very unique experience. And again, we're not going to turn anybody down. This, this is a great day. It's a great way for parents to network with other parents. And we have made a ton of friends family members and the campers that come to our Sunday day camp. And it's just wonderful to see everybody. And it's wonderful to see these families, how, how close they become because they met at Sunday day camp. And it's not just kids, right? No, I just had a person register last week. That's 72 years old. There's no age limit on this camp. We take any kid from ages four to whatever age. It's not a problem. We want everybody to experience this. And you know what? This also builds relationship between community members and police officers. Now, how can people find out about this? Because Trooper Petrosky, if they're coming from Pittsburgh, they better get signed up quick. Absolutely. Registration is open. If you go to our website at www.troopncampcadet.com, there's a sunny day tab. Click on that. Click on the yellow block that says registration. Fill in the information. It comes right to me. I put your information on the spreadsheet and as the day gets gets closer, I'll send an email out to everybody telling them the plans for that day. But do it now. Registration's open and Sunday Day Camp's going to be Saturday, September 16th at the Pocono Racetrack. Now, what happens if someone wakes up that morning and says, oh, I forgot to sign up? Send me an email. We're not going to turn anybody away. We always have extra swag that we give out that day. Um, it's definitely a good idea to register before we do include lunch. So this way we can make sure we have enough food for everybody because we also feed the families too, not just the campers. So it's definitely a good idea to register. Don't put it off. It takes like 30 seconds to register. Do it now. All right. I'm going to give you the microphone one more time. The where, the when, the how, and don't forget to tell us how to register. Troop in Sunny Day Camp, Saturday, September 16th, the Pocono Racetrack. Register at troopncampcadet.com under the Sunday Day tab. It's free, and we'll see you then. Thanks, as always, to Pennsylvania State Police Trooper Anthony Petrosky with Troop in Hazleton. The details on the upcoming Sunny Day Camp that will be held Saturday, September 16th at the Pocono Raceway in Monroe County. And a reminder, registration is still going on, so all you have to do is go to the Troop in website and find out everything you need to know about getting signed up and have a great time. Also, the latest Kids Count data book is out. Lisa Hamilton, she's president and CEO of the Annie E. Casey Foundation, joins us now, and she'll discuss Pennsylvania's childhood well-being in 2023 and how child care affects the health of the American economy. Lisa, it is... Great. It's that time again. The 2023 Kids Count data book is now out by the Annie E. Casey Foundation. And one of the things that you are really looking at this time around is child care. Can you tell us about that? 
Absolutely. This year's Data Book focuses on the challenges our country is having around child care. A good child care system is important to all of us. It's important for kids because it enables them to get positive early education experiences that help them develop. It's important to parents because it enables them to work, to provide money for their families and put food on the table. And it's really important to our economy so we can have the workers we need to grow um, and thrive as a country. So we wanted to call attention to the fact that we have a broken childcare system in this country. There are too few workers in the childcare industry to meet the demand. There isn't always accessible care for families when and where they need it. And I'm sure many of your listeners have heard about the high cost of child care. It's really expensive and um, making it very difficult for families to afford the care they need. So we wanted to make sure that um, policymakers and um, program leaders are really paying attention to this issue because it's really something we've got to solve in order um, to make sure that kids and families um, and businesses can, can be successful going forward. And when you talk about the importance of child care, you really found some some eye-opening things, right, Lisa? We did. Um, the data is really startling around uh, this issue. There are about 23 million children in this country under the age of five, and about half of them are in child care at some point during the year. And that means uh, that we've got to make sure these children have um, safe, quality places um, to go. Um, but many parents are finding it really difficult to find the care that they need. In fact, in the data we looked at from 2021, 13% of children younger than age six lived in a family in which someone quit, changed, or refused the job because of problems with child care. And that should alarm all of us um, because um, it means those um, workers aren't able to participate in the economy. We also found um, alarming data about costs. The average national cost of child care in 2021 was about $10,600 a child. In Pennsylvania, it's more than that. It's $11,300 a year. That's a significant portion of any household budget, whether a married couple and an even higher percentage of um, a single uh, workers income. So that's really concerning that we've got um, issues with workers not able to um, access the workplace because they can't find reliable child care. Cost is an issue. And then there's also issues of accessibility. Oftentimes, child care isn't on public transportation or it's not available at the hours that workers need. We have billions of um, workers who work night shifts and aren't able to access regular um, center-based child care. And it even hits rural families who might not be able to um, access child care because it could be many, many miles away from their home. So issues that we've, we've all got to take into account to solve these problems. And when we're also looking at that, too, you found that it's not only the people who are going to get the child care, but the people who are providing the child care, which are also looking at economic issues there, too. You're right. We found that there are incredibly low wages in the child care industry. Um, and given that the majority of child care workers are women, um, many of them women of color, this has ripple effects for their families and communities. Um, women uh, who work in child care make less than 98% of professions uh, in this country. And so we've got to do more to pay attention uh, to the quality of the jobs that uh, child care um, provides for these workers as well, because it certainly impacts their ability to care for their families and the communities that they are living in. Can you give us some information on the Annie E. Casey Foundation? Sure. Um, the Annie E. Casey Foundation is devoted to making sure all children and youth in the United States have a bright future. We focus on strengthening families, 
building stronger communities and ensuring access to opportunity because we know that kids need all three to succeed. We provide this annual data book so that our nation's policymakers and those who provide services to kids and families have reliable data and information uh, that they need to make good decisions on their behalf. And looking at the website, that information is available here and, and it even goes down as far as school district, congressional district, municipality. And you can really put in the information and find out how it's geared toward you. You can. The data book is available at our website, www.aecf.org. You can find the data book itself, a profile of your state, and millions of data points on kids, families, and communities. It's all drawn from uh, national statistical resources, and so it's the best data available on how kids, families, and communities are doing. And You can find it by census tract, by county, by state, so lots of information to help your listeners understand how kids are doing. And Lisa, when people do that and they have that information, then what can they do with it? Well, we hope that um, they will use this data to make smart decisions about kids, particularly our policymakers. We talked a lot about child care in this conversation. And what we are recommending in the book is that they um, consider lots of different options of how to address these issues, such as using pandemic recovery funds to invest in um, creating more child care resources, reauthorizing the child care development block grant that provides funding for pre-kindergarten or even helping um, provide capital to make it easier for home-based child care centers to increase access to child care. So our hope is that people use this data, consider what options are available, and um, take action to improve uh, the well-being and outcomes for kids in our country. Lisa, can you give us that information on where they can find all this good information one more time so that they have it right at their fingertips? Sure. It's www.aecf.org. That's the latest information from the Kids Count data book. Lisa Hamilton, president and CEO of the Annie E. Casey Foundation, joining us. And of course, you can find out more about that report by going to aecf.org. Now, don't go away. We're going to talk about a healthy brain, which is an active brain. We're going to learn the six pillars of brain health. That's next on Special Edition. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Next on Special Edition, brain health influenced not just by lifestyle choices, but also social and economic factors, things like income, financial security, housing conditions, and access to nutritious food and exercise, as well as the general environment. There's a new report from AARP and the Global Council on Brain Health that looks at the impact of the different factors and 
offers recommendations for achieving greater brain health for everyone. June was Brain Health and Awareness Month. And even though we've turned the calendar page, it's always something that we need to know about. So I caught up with Sarah Lynn's Locke. She is the Senior Vice President and Executive Director of the Global Council on Brain Health in AARP's Policy, Research and International Affairs. And she breaks down those six pillars for us. Sarah, you're going to be telling us about a new report And I'm just going to let you get into it because when we talk about brain health and we automatically assume that as we get older, that's all going to change, but you're now going to tell us it's not inevitable. So I can't wait to hear. (laughs) That's great, Paula. Thank you so much for having me, especially during June Brain Health Awareness Month. Um, AARP and the Global Council on Brain Health recently released a report And we called it Building Better Brain Health for Everybody uh, or or for All. And that is what I wanted to share with you and your listeners this morning. A lot of people think that cognitive decline is inevitable, but the truth is it's not. It's not inevitable as we age. Most older people have healthy minds. Forgetting things is completely normal. but Cognitive decline is not, and there are things that you can do about it. So we like to talk about the six pillars of brain health, exercise, eating right, staying connected with your friends, keeping your mind engaged, managing stress, and sleep. A lot of people don't think about sleep, but it's incredibly important for maintaining good brain health. So now that we have the six, how do we do all those? Great question. It's about making them habits and being conscious and thinking about it, setting a goal for yourself. Pick one of the six. You don't have to do all of them all at the same time. Of course, the more you do, the better, but pick one that you think is going to be actually fun or good for you and write yourself a reminder. Today, my goal is to get seven and a half hours of sleep or I'm going to go get a friend who's going to walk with me and keep me honest and make sure that we're out there regularly walking or or exercising. Pick one or two goals, find them as fun things to do, and try to make it easy in your schedule so that you are reminded to do it regularly. Well, I know when you go online... You see so many different things, especially games. And you see so many ads for games that say health experts say that you should be playing this game. And so simple things like that. Well, it's really important to keep your mind engaged. But the science out there about games tells us you can get really good at the games. The more you practice those games the better off you are at those games. But it doesn't necessarily translate into your functioning in everyday life. And so I wouldn't say put all your eggs in one basket, even though we get bombarded with those advertisements all the time. It's about staying engaged and discovering and learning new things. So what's important about stimulating your mind is that you're always learning. And instead of spending time playing games, my recommendation is that you engage with other people because they can inspire you to learn new things. If you love games, great, play them, but you need to continually challenge yourself to get better and think about how your hobbies or your work keeps your mind stimulated and uh, creating new synapses. That's the great thing that we've learned is that as you age, your mind continues to develop and you can grow new brain cells. And so thinking about how to do that, if you were only going to do one thing, I would say exercise is probably the most important. And the other thing which stands out on the six pillars for me is nutrition. How does that play a part? So You probably have also heard that what's good for your heart is good for your brain. 
And that's because there is a relationship, a very important relationship between your brain and your heart. And hypertension is one of the worst things, not only for your heart, but for your brain. So if you can manage your uh, cholesterol and your hypertension through uh, your diet, you're going to help your heart and your brain. So the recommendations from the Global Council on Brain Health on this are there are foods that you should eat, there are foods that you should eat in moderation, and then there are foods you should discourage. We're not going to say, you know, never eat ice cream. Boy, that would be a bummer. Ah, No, no, Sarah, no. (laughs) But it's about moderation. You want to encourage leafy green vegetables, fish, colorful fruits and vegetables, and then have your ice cream every once in a while. (laughs) Make sure those strawberries are in that ice cream. Well, I guess if we have to do those kind of things, we might be able to handle them a little better by by adding things like that. But it's interesting when you think about, you know, nutrition and brain health. And when we go to the doctor and we talk about our high blood pressure, we don't talk about our brain health. Yeah, you know, that's actually one thing that ARP is trying to encourage both healthcare providers and people who are going to the doctor to do is to start talking about brain health with their doctors because it's incredibly important. And I tell you, people are very frightened of losing their cognitive function. And, you know, they're, they're going to be uh, more likely to take steps to do it if they understand, A, it's something that's relatively easy to do, and B, that it can make such a big difference in your quality of life as you age. So if your doctor isn't asking you about your brain health or isn't asking you what you're doing, uh, then perhaps you should just go ahead and ask your doctor about it. You know, Medicare has already in its toolbox um, free cognitive evaluations in Medicare's annual wellness visit. So it shouldn't be because of cost that you don't talk to your healthcare provider about it. And the other thing is, as you mentioned in the very beginning, that when you have your brain and walk into a room and say, why did I come here? Or what did I do with my keys? And so many people immediately think, oh, no, I'm having a problem. I could be at risk for dementia. I could be at risk for Alzheimer's. So is there a way that you might be able to say, no, it's just the fact that I'm overwhelmed or it's just, it just happens to everybody every now and then. So how do you know Uh, where the line is? Yeah. So Paula, just like you said, forgetting little things now and then, especially names or where you put your keys is completely normal. And you should get evaluated if you're worried. So the key here is, People say, if you can't remember where you put your keys, don't worry about it. But if you can't remember what your keys are for, that's when you should get worried. Most people, as you said, Paula, get overwhelmed. It's because you didn't pay attention to the name or where you put it in the first place. So it's completely normal not to remember those things. If you pause and take time, if those things are important to you, and actually think about it, you've got a lot better chance of recalling it later on. But it happens to everybody, and I hate that phrase, a senior moment, because it's not just seniors who forget things. But the bottom line is, if you're worried, don't hesitate to go to your healthcare provider and discuss your concerns. But for most people, it's not anything to be concerned about. And if you do the recommended, what we call the pillars of brain health, you're going to find, wow, if I'm getting regular sleep and I'm exercising and my diet is helpful, those things can make a real difference in the way you feel and in the way that you think and behave. So now where can our listeners go for more information so that they have all the information right there at their fingertips? So glad you asked. If people go on the web to AAA, 
I'm sorry. Let me try that again. AARP.org slash brain health. They can find a wealth of information, not only the latest report, but information about AARP's digital program called Staying Sharp, which helps people institute these healthy behaviors in their daily life. Thanks once again to Sarah Lynn's Locke, Senior Vice President and Executive Director of the Global Council of Health and Policy and Brain Health with AARP. You can find out more by going to aarp.org slash brain health. And thanks once again to all of my guests for taking the time to join me today on Special Edition to let you know exactly what's happening, where, and where you can find out more information. I'm Paula Degnan. Catch you back here again next week. Thanks for listening to Special Edition, a weekly look at the issues in the news and the personalities shaping the stories. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.